0: Welcome to the Win Daily Podcast. My name is Phil Mason. His name is David Hess. And we're here to talk DFS basketball with you tonight. What's up, Hess? How are you, my friend?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. Now, you, everyone calls you Hess. And I just called you Hess. I didn't call you David like I usually do. You know? <laughs> um, what do you prefer? Tell the people out there what you prefer. Because you give out more advice than just about anybody else in our Discord chat.
1: Uh, I mean, in general, like day by day, I usually just go by David. But there's so many Davids even in our chat room. There's David Jones and and me that it's just easier just to go by my last name.
0: That's fair. You know what? I get confused because I also work with a David Hess at my regular job at Stats. So uh, when I send you an email, sometimes I just skip it or send it to him accidentally. I just (laughs) go right to Discord and hit you up privately, which is much better this way. But we've got this slate. Five games, and I'm going to run down the games for the folks out there. We have Phoenix taking on the New York Knicks, Boston taking on Milwaukee, Utah taking on New Orleans, Orlando taking on the Clippers, and Denver taking on Golden State. So you got a couple late night hammer games. You got one 730 game and the other two right in the middle at eight o'clock. What do you like about this slate? Because right now, I don't like a whole lot about this slate.
1: Um, so I actually my favorite game in the slate is the Phoenix New York Knicks game.
0: And why it's, is that?
1: Um, so Kelly Oubre is already been ruled out. He's in the concussion protocol, and that's, okay. that's the that's the best defender on on Phoenix.
0: Mm-hmm. So a
1: lot of people are going to go and stack those cheap Suns, which I'll probably have them, but that actually really gets me excited to cross on Julius Randle, because Randle, with no Marcus Morris and with the new coach, the entire offense has been going through him. And so at 7,700 with, um, I think 7,700, I might have been off a couple, 8,000, sorry. So he's at 8,000 this week with no Oubre. Uh, Rubio comes back, so I think that the two bad teams will score a ton of points. And right at that 8K mark like that, I think that he'll get a bit overlooked. And he's probably my favorite player on on that slate.
0: Okay, that's fair because uh, you mentioned Kelly Oubre, and he's like on my dead to me list after last night. He laid a stinker, and so did that other little scarecrow point guard for Phoenix. I <laughs> played them both on the same lineup. That was stupid. Anyway, so I guess th- I like that game. I'm a Knicks fan. Um, I like Devin Booker probably a bit more than I should. Um. You know, Marcus Morris is listed as questionable right now. He's not out yet. But uh I like Devin Booker, but I don't like his price. Nine thousand bucks on DraftKings. I think that I might fade that guy.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'd pay nine K if Rubio was out. Um, you know, if he's running the point the point, mm-hmm. I would play Booker at nine K. But he's priced like Rubio's not playing. And and Rubio has been confirmed in the game. He missed last game because of his the birth of his child. It was, it's not an injury. Right. So with Rubio in the game, I won't pay 9K. I'd rather play Rubio. But, you know, I could see an avenue where you play Rubio, Sarek, maybe Aiden, and then on the other side play Randall, and get a nice little four-man stack there from this game that everyone's going to kind of hate because it's two really terrible teams.
0: Right, I get that. But those are the ones you make your money. I like Aiton the most from Phoenix, though, I think. 7,700 is not bad because I can put him at forward, power forward, or in my utility spot on DraftKings, and then I can go right across the board with Julius Randle against him. I'm hoping for maybe a pace up game, maybe. You know, the lines are not out. The totals are not out. Nothing's out. But those are the two guys that I like the most is Randall and Ayton. They seem to be right in that right price frame because I don't think I want to spend more than $8,000 on this slate and I think Randall maxes out that on 8,000 on DraftKings.
1: Yeah, I also really like Sark, who's 3800. He's been getting 20 minutes but the usage hasn't been there. Right. Um I think with Aubrey out that usage is going to kind of bump up and and um, I expect him to be really popular. I keep playing him. I played him over a kobo last night when everybody you know everybody played a kobo I played Sark um, it didn't work out a whole lot better for me he got ten points
0: <laughs> right 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 <laughs>
1: um, but with no Ubre, I think that Sark is, is a legitimately good option and we could we could see him maybe go back to his earlier season form you know where he was scoring 30 40 fantasy points a night
0: because he has those capabilities. If you remember when he played for Philadelphia a couple seasons ago, there were nights when he went out there and took care of business. But then, you know, things got in the way. He ended up in Minnesota. He ended up with Carl Anthony Towns and all those sourpuss AAU players. And he didn't do so well, and he will go overlook tomorrow night. And I think that's a great call because his usage should spike about 4%, I think. And I think that thirty eight hundred—that's not much to break to uh, make value.
1: Yeah, you know, for, you know, for me, I talked kind of about last time that mm-hmm. value for me is, is twenty five points.
0: Okay, I thought you said um, I, I thought it was twenty eight, but yeah, okay, that's, that's fair. That's even um, easier well, for him.
1: Tw- twenty eight on bigger slates. We had we had like an eight game slate last time, so I, I'd like to bump it up a little bit because as you get to bigger slates. Um, you know, everybody scores more points with more options. I'm um, a little five-gamer like this. If I can get 25, then that's that's good enough.
0: Especially at 3,800. I agree with you. Is there yeah. anyone else you like in this Phoenix-New York Knicks game?
1: Uh, I have minor interest in Alfred Payton. I think he's back down to 5,500. That's a range, that I'll play him. He's not a priority play, but if he fits in, if I'm already stacking the game, then... Um, then I'll play Alfred Payne in 5,500.
0: Okay, because I I personally, I don't like anybody in this this game except for the ones that I already mentioned. Mm -hmm. And now I think I like Dario Saric because you mentioned him, and I think that's a good thing. So let's move to the Boston-Milwaukee game. And if you remember, there's a little bit of bad blood here. Giannis Antetokounmpo, he had made the statement that during the playoffs last year, he said, hey, the Philadelphia 76ers aren't the Boston Celtics. So, uh, I mean, in Boston, well, you know, they're a little different this year. Who do you like? Do you have interest in anyone in this game?
1: Um, so when I'm attacking Milwaukee, who's an elite defense, mm-hmm. um, their biggest weakness is they actually have a ton of three-point shots. I don't know why. So um, I kind of like to fade out. Players like Smart and Canter, and go for more of wing players. Hayward, maybe Tatum if he plays. Um, I'd think about Kimba at seventy three hundred. Um, but besides that, I don't have a ton of interest in trying to stack against Milwaukee, especially because a lot of times they blow people out, and even good teams when when Giannis plays, they, they blow people out. Um, I I just I don't like to I don't like to stack Milwaukee games.
0: No, I, I think that's a, that's kind of like a fool's errand, isn't it? Because you've got, not only are they one of the best defenses, but they're also the highest scoring offense in the NBA, or at least they were as of yesterday. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I think I'm going to fade Giannis. I mean, I probably shouldn't. But I also remember the playoffs, not last season, but two seasons ago, when Brad Stevens put semi-old Jalehi on Giannis, and he couldn't get anything done. So maybe I fade him. I have interest in Kemba Walker, but not a lot. The one I like in this game, though, because I never, ever, ever, you listening, David? Never, ever, ever like Kemba Walker on the road. He seems to me like Drew Brees on the road. But you know who I like? I like Eric Bledsoe best in this game. He does not like Kemba Walker. He does not like the Boston Celtics. 6300 is a good price for him.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, I kind of don't like to play Milwaukee when they're full health on a five-game slate. You know, you kind of do consider the cheaper ones. I won't play Giannis at all. But they're kind of a team that splits usage really evenly, and usually... One of the secondary guys will have a 40-point game, and they all kind of switch between Middleton, Bledsoe, and and Brook Lopez. So unless I'm in like a really bad spot where I, where one of them's really cheap, I usually don't play any of them.
0: Okay, so let's fade all those guys. Um, what about? Let me see. Who who I want to ask you about this? One. Oh, what about defense? De, D Dante DiVincenzo? Do you like him at 4100?
1: I play, I play a lot of Dante, you know, Mm -hmm. he's a solid, um, you know, 25, 23 points. I mean, looking at his, at his game log here, um, you have to go all the way back to December before he breaks under 20 points. Um, so at 4,100 on a small slate like this, that you can end up considering him, you know, you need a saving somewhere besides Phoenix. I don't know that there's going to be a ton, maybe new Orleans if drew misses and, uh, Drew Holiday's out and Ingram and all those guys just missed, but um I just I don't think there's gonna be a ton of value in this slate, so I would consider playing him, yes.
0: Um I think that there's a there's a risk of a blowout here because you know Milwaukee doesn't like them. They are at home. Boston I, I don't know what Boston is yet. I'm not sure. But Brad Wanamaker might get more run in a blowout, especially if Kemba struggles. I might play him. 3300 bucks. he might be worth a flyer to me.
1: Um, I don't like Wanamaker even when he starts. The, okay. the dude just busts all the time. I mean, like, I remember um, probably like a month or two ago, he was in a spot start at bare minimum three k, and he was like 60% owned, I think he scored like seven fantasy points. <laughs> um,
0: right, right, right. Yeah, I get you there, but I... I'm just trying to find something a little outside of the box for people. But that's mm-hmm. enough for this game because I don't like the Celtics, man. Um, <laughs> Utah, New Orleans. Now, this could be an interesting game because uh, Drew Holiday, I believe, is out already, listed out. I think, yes, he will not play against the Jazz. That puts Lonzo Ball firmly in play, does it not?
1: Yeah, Um I've, I think that this is probably the most obvious game to stack on, right. on the slate uh, there's there's a lot of good plays in this game that um, you you really can't get away from you know with no drew out if, if Ingram plays it boosts him lonzo boosts redick uh, gets a little boost if Reddick and uh Ingram both miss you know we get Okafor, we get Melly, we get Lonzo Ball, we get um, Josh Hart, Jackson Hayes, all these guys down there in in the four or five Ks become really relevant. And I mean, I I really think it would kind of ruin this five game slate at that point, right? Um, Because at that point, you'd be able to play whoever you want on this entire slate, and prices wouldn't wouldn't matter at all,
0: right? That makes sense. Jordan Clarkson is a good play, fifty two hundred. 'Cause you don't have Mike Conley. He does score. Um this could be a blowout. You know, New Orleans shoots more shots than anybody, so you never know, but uh who else? What about Donovan Mitchell with Mike Conley out? Donovan Mitchell, what what about him? You like Donovan?
1: I think point guards against New Orleans has been one of the best like money spots for the year. You know, just a spot that I continually target. I wouldn't be opposed to playing Donovan Mitchell and Uh, angles together in the same lineup, even at that price. Okay, Especially if you're going to come back with lines of ball on the other side and make it a little stack. You know, 20K for three-point guards that are going to handle the ball a lot and take a lot of shots um, and get a lot of usage. Um, It's really not not a bad
0: spot. It certainly isn't. And with Derek Favors and Okafor both questionable, Jackson Hayes is firmly in play at 4,400.
1: I I agree. Jackson Hayes won me a little bit of money in the preseason, and so
0: I I like to go to Jackson Hayes when I get. to no, no, no! We hear about the real hats. You see, if they if they put a little jingle in his pocket, he likes them. If they if they destroy him, he says, forget him, <laughs> fade him. Okay, so that's enough of that game. We're moving right through this slate. See, this is called the efficiency, radio efficiency. This is what we like to hear. Orlando, Clippers, Paul George out. Orlando, dumpster fire offense, the worst offense in basketball, but the best defense. Go figure, huh? Who do you like in this game?
1: Um, so this is kind of like the off one of the off-the-wall plays that I play sometimes. Uh-oh. My other big pivot for Makobo last night was, was Shamit. Landry Shamit. Oh,
0: I was gonna do the same damn thing, and I didn't do it.
1: Yeah, uh, Cleveland with the guards. You know, I talked about that last week here. Oh um, right. And he had twenty-seven fantasy points last night. Mm-hmm. When you know, when Paul George doesn't play, he tends to take more shots. It's not as good of a matchup, but on this five-game slate like this, um, if you play Sarek and Shamit both there at thirty-six and thirty-eight hundred, that pretty much opens up whatever you want to do with the rest of your lineup. So Shamit's definitely somebody that I've got interest in in this game. Um, Aaron Gordon with Jonathan Isaac out at 6K. That's That feels underpriced to me that's somebody that I would play. Right. Um, I like playing Lou Williams and and uh, Montrez Harrell together. Um, they get blowout run if it blows out. Uh, they also both positively correlate on the second team at 6,900 and 6,600. You know, there's there's something there. Vooch at 8,500. There's a lot of players here that I think are underpriced, even though it's not a good game. Right. It, there's not any good matchups here or anything, but you know, taking chance on one one or two of these players at at the good good prices you're going to get them going to get them for, and at lower ownership because it's a bad game, um, make some good GPP plays.
0: I, I did this game for work actually, and. uh, The line has not been out yet, but I I didn't think it was going to go over 211 points. I think that's what I wrote. But uh, that was a while ago today, so you never know. know, Unlike you, who can remember every word he said last Wednesday in the show, (laughs) I barely can remember what I said to you when I said, hello, how are you, David? But uh, (laughs) anyway, Lou Williams at 6,900, for me, that's too much. Um, I I never do well with him. It's like with C.J. McCollum. When McCullum is 7,000 and above, I fade him. When he's six, 7,000 or 6,900 and below, I play him. Lou Williams, same kind of deal for me. 6,500 or lower, I play him. 6,900, I do not. I fade him. But one of the big things that we have to wonder about here, and this is going to be one of those deals where you're going to have to just if you're going to play this game at DraftKings, you're going to have to be ready to pivot because Evan Fournier is listed as questionable and who else was listed on this team? So, you have the makings of a lot of pivots. You know, a lot of pivots and uh I don't know, man. This could be real interesting. Real interesting. Um do you have uh, Paul George could play? What about Kawhi Leonard? Do you have any love for Kawhi Leonard in this game?
1: Not a ten K against Orlando.
0: No, because they play great defense and yeah. This is gonna be a low scoring game. This might be one of those games where you might just wanna, like you just said, play a couple of players. Maybe a Tyson Ross. I think, uh or Terrence Ross, excuse me. Tyson Ross, where'd I come up with that? <laughs> But uh Terrace Ross would be a guy. I like Shamat, like you said. Um that's pretty much it. Is there anyone else in this game that you like?
1: Um maybe a minor interest and in faults with DJ Augustin already rolled out. Um you know, he's really got a big usage spike and and he's been playing you know a lot of minutes here recently. He's been at 30 for four straight games with Augustin out. Um you know, I usually don't like to play guys against Patrick Beverly. He's one of the better defenders in the league. Um, but on this slate, at at that price, I'm not completely against playing Fultz.
0: Okay, I, I'm totally against playing Fultz. <laughs> I'm just, uh, he's on my dead-to-me list, and, and, and that list has grown over the years. It, it, it's hard to even pick a team now. But uh, this last game, I have interest in. This is the Denver Nuggets on the road against Golden State, and there are some value plays in this pile of nonsense. Go ahead, who do you like in this game before I wow you with my knowledge?
1: So the best pay-up spot I think on this slate is going to be Jokic. Yep, um, nine thousand six hundred is somewhere that I would think about going against Golden State. You know, it's they're one of the worst teams in the league. They're about average at pace, but they're still faster than Denver. So they'll get a little bit of a pace bump, even though it's not gonna be a big one. Um, so Jokic is somebody that I would play here. I really like Spellman. Okay. If he continues to start at center. Mm-hmm. Jokic is great on offense, but his defense is terrible. You know, targeting targeting Jokic has worked well for me this year. And Spellman just came off a down game, so it might keep his ownership a little bit down, even on a short slate. Um, Jeremy Grant, as long as he stays, stays under 5k and sap stays out, I'll keep going back to Grant. I think that that's a fine play, but, but the big one here for me would be Monty Morris. You know, if, if this, uh, if this Jamal Murray thing becomes an issue and he misses tonight, maybe he misses tomorrow. They rest, they, they sit him back to back games. Uh, Monty Morris down here in the 4k, 3ks is a great play on any given night that he starts.
0: Okay. Those are great plays. Now, let me see how I'm going to do this and wow you. Are you ready to be wowed? I'm ready. Oh, you aren't. You don't sound enthusiastic, young man. (laughs) Okay, so the play that I like the best in this slate, and this is going to open everything up for me, is going to be Mason Plumley at 4,200. You know, uh, this is the second night of a back-to-back, correct? Denver's playing tonight, Correct correct okay so plumlee going to get extra run they may not they might not play jokic as much you know denver's not going to blow at anybody denver couldn't blow you and i out but uh mm-hmm. what they can what plumlee plays well he's actually played very well this year and i think that he gets to 25 points i know he hasn't done it in a couple games but i know that he can and and, and he's a he's the kind of guy who Mike Malone will keep out there if he's playing well. He's hit 25 a couple times in his last 10 games. So, I mean, he's he's able to do it. He opens up a lot of salary, you know, a lot of room. So I like him in this game. I'm not a big fan of Jeremy Grant. You know, I, I am, I guess. I was more a fan of his father than him, I reckon. Um, Marquise Chris is obviously not in the NBA anymore, and that's a good thing. For him and for us. You know who I like in this game, though? I like Damian Lee, and he's going to be starting tomorrow. He's back. I saw that on Twitter earlier today. And I have a feeling that he's going to be a little bit hungry and want to keep his job. Another guy I like, Draymond Green at 5,800. He's one of those guys who seems to play well against better teams in the Western Conference. He's the type of kid who goes out and sends messages. And I'm going to go with him, too. I'm looking at him. The other one that I'm looking at is D'Angelo Russell, especially especially if uh, Jamal Murray's out. I-, I think Monty Morris might be a little suspect, and I think D'Angelo Russell can take advantage of him. I know it's a little pricey at seventy five hundred, but I like him, and I also like because it's going to be a little quicker game. Maybe I like Will Barton, but I don't like sixty eight hundred. Those are my plays, dude. Were you wowed?
1: Uh, I thought you were going to say Plumley. Uh, he's the only one to, <laughs> it, at that lower price that I think is playable. Um, I usually like Plumley though against really good defensive centers because. Jokic is known to get into a little bit of foul trouble since he's offensive forward. Right. Um, so when Jokic goes against like the Drummonds and and the guys like that, you know, I like to completely not worry about Jokic and play Plumlee at the lower price range because Jokic usually gets an early foul trouble and and then you end up with thirty minutes for four K. Um, but somebody you touched on, you know, D'Angelo Russell at seven thousand five hundred is somebody I have a lot of interest in. Um, I don't like to target Denver. Denver plays really slow and really good defense, Mm -hmm. and playing players against them uh, usually doesn't work out well. But on a five-game slate, getting D'Angelo Russell, who just had back-to-back 50-point games before he played Dallas, uh, and got blown out at 7,500, that's a play that that I'd have a lot of if I don't play Jokic. Okay. Um, But I, I wouldn't want that much salary tied into this game, so I definitely wouldn't play Jokic and Russell together.
0: Right. That's fair. And since I have no intention of playing Jokic, because he's too expensive, I won't do that. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, you got any last minute bits of advice for the young folks out there who want to go out there and try to cash off your knowledge?
1: Um, Same thing as usual, just play who you want to play and and don't uh, put too much into it. You know, those off the wall plays that that you feel in your stomach that other people tell you not to play or sometimes the ones that, that win you a million dollars.
0: <laughs> right. Well, we're, hopefully we're going to win a million and we, you and I will split.
1: We'll, I'd be pretty happy with that.
0: I think I would be too. I'll tell you what, <laughs> I, I'm really happy to work with this guy and I'm happy to work with all my crew at Win Daily and I think that you are too uh, out there. These guys make you cash every single day and they bust their asses to do so. We have over 10 articles of content, new content, nearly every single day. We have podcasts. We have videos. We also have my Cash with Flash 30-day sports handicapping challenge. It's halfway through now. I'm 9-4. and Try to catch me if you can. Look for that video in the mornings. If you're listening to this podcast, you like what you hear, please leave a review wherever it is that you caught this podcast. 20 bucks a month that's all it costs to join win daily to be a part of our discord we're david and javier and david jones and all our pros are in there offering advice it's a beautiful community it's a lot of fun i don't have a lot of time because i got a lot of other things to do as content director at win daily but i gotta tell you this is the best site out there and the best value for your money sign up today for David Hess, my name's Phil Nasons. Thanks for listening to the Win Daily Podcast.